The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended and turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. What's going on my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast live. This is episode number 226. We are live as always on YouTube and over on Facebook. So if you're out there in the chat, please say something. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you want to call in or text in, yes, you can call or text in. Please utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is 530-364. What is it? Uh, 530-364-4678. I think, my gosh. I, I was actually tested positive for COVID yesterday, so I've kind of been a little out of it the last. I thought it was a shot show crud, but my wife made me take a little at home. Then again, they say that a lot of the tap water will also test positive at the home test for COVID, so I may not. I just might have the crud. I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah, if you want to call in or text in, go ahead and utilize um, that hotline. It's scrolling down below, 530 364 Four six seven eight. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole and you're trying to find that way out and you're questioning whether there's light out there, first of all, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you any medical advice, but I sure as hell could probably be a pretty good ear and talk you through some stuff. If you are, in fact, looking for someone that can get you towards some medical advice and, and help, please remember two things. One, you're not alone in this fight. You got a lot of some brothers and sisters out here that are willing and able to help you through this journey. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, please, I implore you, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. As always, we are spotlighting the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title of the United States Marine please visit the website marines.com. And as always, we are a part of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Please check out selfdefenseradio.net. So let me get this off of my ugly mug. And whoops, take that off. Uh, And there we go. So uh, we've got um, a good friend of ours, Clover Tech, as always. He's riding shotgun with us. So, uh, Clove, what shotgun do you have for us this week? Man, played with a cool and range day last week. Winchester SX4. Uh, pretty nice. So, yeah, let's go Winchester SX4. Is that the one they basically said, here is the, all the ammo you could possibly yeah. want to do, go for it? <laughs> yeah, and all the and all the uh, Winchester and Browning shotguns you could possibly want to shoot as well. So, yeah, there you that's go. the one I chose. Awesome. Well, uh, I hope you're feeling good. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm feeling much better today than I was yesterday. I think Keith, when it, Keith and I talked the phone yesterday morning, I probably sounded like I had. Uh, I was struggling. I was struggling yesterday, but I got my voice pretty much back. But uh, we do have a very special guest. Oh man, I sounded rough yesterday. I know. I was like, um, yeah, something's not right. You know. <laughs> But yeah, we've got a special guest from 5150 Rifles down in Texas. We got our friend Keith coming in. Um, Keith, I want to bring you in, say hello to everybody. But 
you know, the biggest thing I would say is y'all's y'all evolve rifle is one of the coolest items I saw it shot. Uh, and for people out there that say the innovation is gone in our in our industry, uh, I'm just going to point them your way. So I'm going to give you a few minutes to say hi to the, the, the audience out there. But more importantly, I want you to kind of give the background of where 5150 rifles came from and uh, the interesting name, where did the name come from? Because there might be a message in there. Um, so 5150 started uh, literally in 2015 inadvertently. I, uh, I built a rifle for my father, a Vietnam vet, um, after he achieved a lifelong dream of becoming a certified gunsmith. And uh, just did it to say thank you for being a dad. Thanks for your service in Vietnam so on and so forth, tripped him, tricked him into designing his own dream AR. Um, long story short, my wife and I continued building custom guns for charities to auction off, raffle off, however, to raise money, uh, law enforcement, military charities. And out of frustration for what was not available in the market, I slowly designed what is now the Evolve Rifle. Um, so... Yeah, the, the cool thing about the Evolve rifle is, well, we'll, we'll get into the Evolve and, and the ins and outs of it and all that, but so the idea is a, basically a pinless receiver um, that's going to help you change uppers without even trying. I mean, even even a dumb Marine like myself can can uh, have an easy time at it and all that, so I think that's really cool. Um, the 5150 name, um, where did that evolve from? So because of the custom guns we were building and how over the top they looked, I'm originally uh, born and raised and escaped from California. And uh, for you. California Penal Code, <laughs> <laughs> um, Code for a 72-hour psychiatric hold is 5150. It's become slang for crazy. Um, the actual penal code, penal code, I believe, is a danger to oneself or others. Um, That's cool. And we have a lot of friends and family in law enforcement, even before we were doing the charity work. And just because that term in California, it just thought it would, it would work um, for what we were doing and what we're doing now. Yeah, when I when I when I came across you guys, and I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of you guys uh, prior to Shot Show down in the dungeon. And I walked past, and when I walked past the first time, I was like, "Oh, cool, some really cool custom ARs." You know, I was like. And I didn't stop and all that. And then I walked past again and y'all were like having more fun than pretty much anybody down there in the dungeon. I was like, all right, I'm, I, I got to go see what's going on. Cause there are people hanging around. It was awesome. I was like, and then I talked to Danielle and I was like, these are my kind of people. I like this. So uh, it was a really cool vibe that you guys are putting. Then I started learning about the weapon system. I was like, Oh snap, this is, once again, people say there's no more innovation in, in our industry, especially what can you do with ARs that hadn't been done? Well, we're going to talk about that tonight. So uh, right off the bat, we've got a question from G23. Real quick answer for you. He wants to know, uh, are you guys thinking about any AK platforms down the line? Wow. I haven't. Heard yeah, that right off the bat, huh? Right off um, the bat. Right off the bat. No, uh, it is actually something that we are considering. Uh, we had many, many people asking the same thing at SHOT Show. And uh, we just started with the AR, but uh, the AK is even more out of date and needs some, uh, needs some evolution in its life as well. So it is something that our, us and our partner Optimum are considering doing and looking at. Yep. Let's see here. Um, 
Okay, I'm not even going to worry about that. Mario asking about a drone thing, so we're going to let that one slide. I don't know. Uh, Clover, before we jump in, do you have any questions for Keith real quick before we jump into the uh, the chops of it? Yeah, I don't so far. Probably will later. All right. So, Keith, let's kind of dive in real quick. And we talk about the Evolve rifle. And this mm-hmm. is something, that, I, like I said, I think it's, once again, one of the coolest ideas that I saw throughout SHOT Show uh, the whole time. But kind of give some people the background of where the idea came from. You kind of touched on a little bit about your first build. But the ins and outs of why this sets aside the Evolve rifle against anything else in the market right now. So I've spent the last couple of years talking to uh, law enforcement, um, active military and prior service military, as well as competitor shooters, and asking them what the number one problem or defect is or flaw in the AR platform. And hands down, the vast majority of them say the pivot pin takedown pin system. Um, we actually had quite a few vets in our booth even telling us their stories. Some of them almost to the point of tearing up uh, about how this system had, they had it would have saved lives. Um, one of those gentlemen actually was my wife's brother who was working our booth with us. He said, if he would have had this on deployment, there was many occasions this would have saved lives because it makes a difference, you know, seconds or someone's life when you're in a firefight, um, you know, for law enforcement military also i've heard non complaints that you know they might have the gun set up one way by the armorer but get to a cer- certain point in whatever they're doing and they actually don't have the gun set up the way they need to for the situation they're in and if they could somehow deal with that in the moment quickly uh again that can mean the difference of life um beyond that it was also vets coming back from deployment who now have handed dexterity issues and they're they're very proud but they're also very self-conscious about saying hey i can't easily or comfortably manipulate this pin system anymore and having to use tools um yep. so with that input we went to work designing and, and i'm a i'm a gearhead born and raised i'm a i'm a muscle car gearhead so i thought about lobes of a cam in a car and how do i make something like that similar work for unlocking and locking the gun and making a user uh, adjustable so the user could actually adjust how much weight they or want for engaging and disengaging their upper locking the gun together whether it's because they're going to go they watch john wick and they want to go play operator in the forest or because they're actually law enforcement or military and they need it locked down for a certain purpose so what's what's wrong with playing operator in the forest nobody nothing. else does that no, no 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 that's just me that's just me oh <laughs> No, I hear you. I hear you. I've got an operator. Hey, that, Her name is Siri. Oh. What'd you say, Clove? I said, I've got an operator, and her name is Siri. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everything um, was Go ahead. Your, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, what's that now? I said the other thing was the springs and springs and defense fail, and they were very hard to get during COVID and all this stuff. So a lot of gun builders out there, you know, supply chain issues. So eliminate the weakest point of any parts less issues. Yeah, you're roboting pretty bad. I don't know if it was just me. Clover, was he roboting for you? Yep. Yeah, pretty yeah. Okay. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, your roboting might be the Wi-Fi or something might be uh, 
Yeah. But go ahead and say that again. See if you're better this time. I said the other thing was that um, during the, the pandemic, the issue was supply chain. Uh, you couldn't get the pins, the springs, the parts. You know, we've all seen that with manufacturers being able to crank things out. So that all, everything culminated to just let's eliminate the weakest weakest link in the platform anyways. Yeah, I, I actually had uh, an issue with uh, an AR about a year, year and a half ago. And it was something as simple as a little plastic piece of part that was probably a bad batch, but it makes the whole rifle go basically binary without even trying. And once again, um, it's kind of cool, but it can be also very dangerous if you're not ready for it. And so with the whole pandemic, you never know what batches were coming in, which were good, which were bad. So, yeah, I can see where the parts in in that side of the AR that that's a little iffy in the last year and a half because you went if you can get parts in first of all second of all are they going to be up to the quality control that you're used to um i had a couple questions out here real quick we'll get back to the the rifle in a second Absolutely. but uh alaska ballistics asked earlier are you uh thinking about an ar-10 or something in 10 millimeter either a 308 ar-10 or maybe a 10 millimeter coming down the line actually both we next 45 days oh, nice. Yep. Awesome. And uh, and also, um, who was it that just asked it up here? Someone just asked if you're thinking about a PCC at all. Uh, so the test gun, PCC, 357 SIG, actually. Oh, 357 SIG. That was yep. the one that got me um, because I'm not a 40 guy. Okay. To me, the only thing that's good about a 40 is you can put a 357 SIG into it. Uh, you can change it out and, and make it right. 357. As I do like the 357 SIG. And I remember the first time we, I was in your booth and I was kind of looking around and, so, and and someone was showing that one to someone else and said, oh, 357 SIG. I was like, oh, wait, what? There's not too many 357 SIG PCCs out there. And I was like, that's yep. pretty cool, actually. So, uh, yeah, that's what got me. Um yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, Alaska Ballistics, he's up in Alaska. He's a big 10-millimeter guy. He thinks that's the okay. best, best millimeter. Eh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a nine guy, but, you know, I'm not going to – I do like a good 10-millimeter. And a 10-millimeter PCC would be pretty darn cool as well. Yep. Uh, Clover, you got anything right now? I'm sorry? No. Nope, I was I'm asking good. Clover if he's got anything. You're good? All right. So let's kind of go into the nuts and bolts of the Evolve and kind of tell people – exactly how it's supposed to work versus a, a, a typical AR and where it gives them an advantage. I know you talk about the background, but let's kind of go in and the nuts and bolts of why it's different than anything okay. else out there right now. So instead of having the, the, the spring loaded system at the front and rear, the pit, pivot pin and takedown pin, you actually have a pressed in solid stainless steel pin at the front. Now that pivots um, and our patent pending cam system, with the lug in the upper. So now you actually have a lever and that's it. The lever at the back you see rotating here is adjustable from three pounds to 14 pounds of pressure. So the user can tune it to what they want. Um, and you put the opposing lugs. So you don't have the pins to push anymore. You don't have to worry about that dexterity or hamstring. Anybody can lock that gun together. And again, you can lock it as tight as you want. We actually ran this one over twice with my truck. 
Yeah, that's what you guys were talking about. You know, you did that just to make sure that everything was good to go. And I was like, you know, I that's cool. I don't know if I'd want to do that or not, but uh, yeah. But you guys did it, and it obviously works out great. But yeah, my wife was hesitant on the first Passover. The second one, she didn't hesitate at all. She just said, "Let's do, let's do this, let's yep. do this." Yeah, not it's great. Yeah, I, I like the little hook mechanism. I don't mind the pins, but they do get to be a pain in the ass at times. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that, that kind of hooks on the front, and then it just kind of clips in and snaps in the back. I was like, like I said, anyone can do this, and it takes hardly – because, you know, especially if, you, if someone's like a LEO or someone that are wearing gloves, you know, a lot of times yeah. the gloves can kind of impede getting those pins pushed in there right enough and being able to pull them out and all that. So the idea of being able to quickly interchange uppers, if that's what you need to do for whatever reason – it's pretty awesome to begin with. And there's also some other benefits with uh, optics and all that too, is there not? Uh, well, I mean, we have a, uh, our partner, uh, Optima Parts, has their patent pending or patented uh, optic mount that we'll be carrying and distributing as well. Uh, that actually not only grabs side to side, top to bottom, but actually grabs front to back. Um, the testing on that, which we actually have one right there. Um, the test. Testing on that, they actually mounted up an optic and, and on a rifle and dropped it out of a three-story window. And it just fell on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and it just dropped right there, and, and it yep. still runs. Yeah. Um, but the optic did not lose zero. being dropped out of a three-story window because of how it grabs the rail. Uh, so, obviously, if three gunners, military, law enforcement, they're going to be harder on their weapons, especially if they're in the middle of some stuff. They don't have to yep. worry about it. Yeah, every bit sure. of our every bit of our product line and the companies we're involved with um, want to make sure that there's not a failure issue. If you reach for our product, it's going to do what you need it to do for whatever reason. Absolutely, uh, Calaveras out there. He's in California. Uh, he says, "Will there be any available in California?" That is something we're exploring. It's uh, it's, <laughs> not easy, it's not an easy state to uh, interact with. Um, Hence why you got the hell out, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, we think we have a solution to make the AR-15s legal. You all have a really crazy law for PCCs out there, so I won't be dealing with that. The AR-15s, the mag company uh, wants to partner with us that makes it legal to ship. I just have to make sure there's not going to be any additional headaches with ATF or DOJ for yeah. shipments. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Clover, you got a comment or a question out there? Looking for the mute button. Um, yeah, I was just curious as he was showing that and, and talking about it. I, the question has not come up in the chat, but I'm surprised it hasn't yet. Um, any compatibility between your upper and lower with other things, or is it a proprietary system between the two? It, it is proprietary patent pending system. Uh, that almost makes sense about- without the pins because it'd be tough unless you found another upper that has the same get up with the hook and, and all that in the front it'd almost be impossible would it not yeah and and we have a, the the patent is not, not only in the cam but actually the lugs as well so it is okay. actually all one patent uh that's oh wow so it's got individual that's crazy yeah uh because it's an all one system and you know designed to work with itself we are exploring the idea of down the line doing a retrofit for traditional ars um that is down the line though that's what i was kind of curious about 
with that question too is, is would there be a way to retrofit with a similar system and again i'm not an engineer or and or a machinist so um you know how you adapt that over with the pins to something that's already been uh forged or or milled or whatever seems yeah. like a uh a tough thing to accomplish yeah it's it's it, this is, this gun was designed from the ground up and we spent the last two years uh, working with our partner David over at Optimum, engineering this, you know, scrapping that, going, changing that, and that's what our life has been for the last two years. Uh, um, the test gun literally test fired on December fifteenth. We had a booth paid for for Shot Show with no product finished. Wow, talking talking about stressful month right there. Wow, I I had hair and this wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, literally a month before shot show, you've got a booth and everything, and not a yep. product, not a working. Oh my God, that is yep. nuts. December fifteenth, we test fired, and December fifteenth, we drank a lot of whiskey. Yeah, I bet. Uh, you probably know our buddy Jeff over at Gear Report. Uh, yep. Clover and I do both do some riding with with Gear Report, but he says I have a chick comer, not the best demo. Now this is rich coming from a guy who drives a Prius. So just saying, just saying. I have an H3, and he doesn't think that that's a real Hummer uh, because he drives actual declassified and, and decommissioned Humvees. So he makes fun we of my H3. But the the dude, yep. Yeah, but the dude, his every what he doesn't tell people is he has a, a, a Humvee. But right. what he doesn't tell you is that his everyday drives a Prius. So it's a little rich there, Jeff. Just saying. <laughs> So, um, and that's true. That's, that's very true. Um, Ranger Report out there we says scope mount from Optimum is absolutely amazing. Zero deflection between the rear and front rings. That's pretty cool. Um, now, Andrew that's wants to know is the 51. What's that now? Your, uh, your report or a uh, Ranger Report's everybody, Frank. Oh, okay. Right on. Um, Andrew says is the 51 rifles for 51 states. No, you need to go back, Andrew, and listen to the beginning. He gave the whole idea. Just Google 5150, and you'll get an idea. That's why I want to ask you, because I knew what 5150 meant, but I didn't know if that had anything to play with the name of the company, which I think is interesting. Um, so, yeah. Um, but just Google. And now, just coming back and saying, I have a fleet of Prius 3X. They are amazing. But yet, you still make fun of my H3. Yeah. I'm not judging, so. Jeff. I, I judge quite frequently. Yes. The only way that a Prius will look cool is he's actually looking for one that actually could be a cool thing. He's looking for another one that has a sunroof because in his home V he has a turret that he can put like a 240 Bravo right. or a 50 cal on. And the only thing that would make a Prius cool is that if it has a sunroof, he can manufacture a turret for that paint it the same way that his Humvee is and have a turret with like maybe a 60 or a minigun or something on the Prius. That's the only way a Prius is cool is if you've got like a minigun turret on there. Just saying. The Prius would get pushed backwards by the recoil. Oh, it would fly. It would fly backwards. It would be kind of cool <laughs> to begin with, you know. But, you know, hey, that, that's the only way it works. That's why he's driving a Prius. Well, ironically, his, his 50 and all of that are air airsoft. They're air guns, which are which is really cool. They look real uh, because no one's going to steal an airsoft. They would steal a, a 50 or a, a 240 or whatever. But I was like, so what are you going to put on the Prius? Like, you know, a 1022 mounted on a, a, a mount or something, you know? So, but yeah, no, I'll just something, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, Jeff's Jeff's hilarious. Uh, he's hilarious. I, I love Jeff. It was good seeing Jeff. I hadn't seen him in a while. Um, so New York Outcast, how much testing has been done, and is this all ready for sale? Talking about the Evolve. Yep. Uh, so so far, obviously, several magnums. Uh, we've slammed it on rocks, threw it twenty feet in the air, ran it over twice with our truck. It's about to go through the Colt military test, so it's going to do the uh, freeze, the heat, the submersion, and the mud test. I have no doubt it'll pass um, after a 6,000-pound truck running it over twice, stopping dead, dead center on top of the cam. No issues. It opened and closed. It locked. It dumped an entire mag. Not not just a mag, but a mag of 357 SIG, which is not an easy feeding round. Um, and no issues. Awesome. You know, and that's just one of those things to where I, I guess I've never done that, obviously, from someone that's built this is my baby built from scratch, but I, I think you'd probably be mixed emotions walk, watching your rifle go through this test and saying, man, I can't wait, but there's got to be some like nerves and they're going, but what oh, yeah. if, you know, I guess that's kind of like a mixed emotion thing, but I bet you pretty, pretty fun to watch go through that stuff. It, it is, but the first couple of tests, your gut wrenches for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially watching a truck roll over it and you hear creaking and groaning. You're just like, Oh God, am I going to regret doing this? But at the end of the day, I don't want to put a product out there with our name on it that is not going to, if you need it to defend your family, I 100% want to know that I put it through more hell than you're going to, and it's going to do what it was meant to do. Yep. You know, uh, we were talking, I'll bring Clover in on this one as well. Um, we were talking in pre-chat about shot, and you've been going for several years, but just kind of walking around and all that, this was your first time to be in a booth. Um mm-hmm. For me, and I think Clover will agree, this was the best shot show that I've ever been to because the crowds were down. We could go into booths and have conversations like we do with you guys for 15, 20, 30 minutes sometimes and get to know these brands and these and these products where before it's you have your two minute elevator speech and hey, I'll email you in a couple of weeks or whatever. You know, that initial conversation could actually take place. I want to kind of get your idea of being your first year actually in a booth. Uh, and, and being the dungeon, which I love the dungeon, what are you, is it from the, from the, from a manufacturer side of things, I can tell you from a media, but from a manufacturer side of things, how was SHOT Show this year? Um, I thought it was great. Um, there was a lot less of the, uh, I call it the sideshow circus, um, you know, the yeah. influencers and, 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 you know, in the circus that follows them around, were they there? Sure. Um, I'm actually friends with one of them, but he doesn't do yeah. the circus stuff, but I yeah. appreciate the people who were there were a lot more serious, um, a lot more engaged. And we, in, um, we, it, the funny thing is people ask why wow, you have so many people in your booth and, and main staff. Well, this is not my first shot show. And the number one right. thing I've noticed yeah. in going to shot show is most booths do not staff enough. I would rather That's have true. too many staff than not enough. Um, where are we staffing, counting up what staff we're going to have for next year? Because we're already planning a bigger booth the next year. Yeah. Uh, Clove, I know you got a question there. Why don't you go ahead and ask Keith? Yeah, I was just curious uh, since we're talking about shot. Um, I know I talked with, you know, quite a few other exhibitors there, and they were talking about, you know, the good, you know, the, the international traffic that they were getting. And I know that's also dependent they're going to be dependent on the upon the product and the, the particular type of business and that sort of thing but um did you see very much in the way of international traffic 
Not a lot. There was some. Uh, we direct that to our partners, Optimum, because they they have a branch that will deal with international and the ITAR and all that. We are not. We are 100% built in America and every product in our gun is American made and it is for sale on American soil, period, in a sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, TJ out there, who's also with Gear Report, you probably met TJ as well. TJ drank a lot. Lot of our beer. <laughs> TJ can drink a lot of beer. I, I've I've been friends with TJ for a long time. Been a lot of places with TJ. Right you don't want to try to drink with TJ. It's not going to work out well for you. Uh, <laughs> now, and you were talking about in the pregame. Uh, you're talking about your your booth ended up being the tailgate party at the end of the day because uh, one, you guys are a lot of fun to be around, and I think that most of the other booths around you probably feel the same way. But yeah, you guys were having a little tailgate every night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we will uh, be uh, increasing the size of that for SHOT Show next year as well. You just, I won't give any more details on that, but it, uh, it'll, be worth, it'll be worth coming by. Uh, we've already started to talk to some welders and uh, put some stuff together. So it's fun. All right. We've got a couple more questions out here. New York Outcast says, I assume 5150 just makes the upper and lower, or do they make the whole gun? So uh, our partner... Optum actually own the machines in the machine shop. Um, I design everything. They do the engineering machining. Um, so it is the upper, the lower, the handguard, and the muzzle brakes, uh, as well as Optum makes the backup sights and optic mounts under their own brand, uh, under their name. So it is the only, we right now source out, you know, our stocks, buffer tubes, barrels, that kind of stuff. Uh, all of our guns ship with Elfman tactical triggers and safeties. Period in a sense. I didn't want to deal around, deal with some mil six mil spec trigger. We wanted to build yeah. a gun that 80, 85% of the people buying guns could afford, but would not need to upgrade. Um, we got a better barrel, we got a better bolt carrier company, and we have some of the best triggers in the industry going stock into our guns out of the box. Nice. Um, tactical fun out there says, love the name, by the way, is a good friend of mine. Um, but Buck wants to know what size calibers will you make down the line? If you've kind of, I know you've talked a little bit about it, but you know, are you guys really thinking about a large scale of calibers or are you going to take yes. it slow? And, 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 and uh, I know you guys plans for some really cool stuff. So initially PCC will be uh, obviously we already talked about 10 mil and 45 um, yeah. as well as 357 SIG 40 Smith and Wesson and nine. Uh, we're actually toying with the idea of a dedicated 10-inch uh, 380 auto version for home defense. Really? That's yeah. Now you're talking Clover style there. He loves 380. Yeah, yeah I so, was muted, but he said 380. I said, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> well, we figured it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a good round for home defense. You're not worried about Absolutely. It's, something, it's also something for women. It's less recoil. It's less noise. It's less weight even on a fully loaded gun. So it, teaching your kid to shoot, so on and so forth. We just... It, it's kind of an over caliber. Uh, no one's done it on the AR platform. Um, so we kind of want to go down that rabbit hole on the AR 15. We'll have all your standard, you know, suspects, your two, two, three, uh, 300 black, seven, six, two by three, nine, six, eight, SPC, uh, six, five Grindel. Uh, we will be making three, five, three fifty legend available. There's some other ones we're researching on that, on the 15 platform. Um, by the end of the year, which will probably be debuting at shot show next year, we, had one in the booth. If you wandered over to that section of our booth, um, our guns will be completely ambidextrous. And what that means is there will be two ejection ports, one on the left, one on the right. 
I didn't get to see it because someone was uh, talking to someone else about it, but I heard, I heard it. Someone talking, I was like, I heard that wrong. So I didn't even ask. I was like, I heard that wrong. There's no way they're doing that. Uh, Cause I thought I just, I just heard it quickly and all that, but I was like, so that is a real thing. That's it interesting. Thing. Um, Optimum has the uh, patents on it. Um, Cause I have the patent on this. And we're partners, so uh, they're going to be using wow. this in some of their military applications. They're going to be using that. Uh, you will literally be able to pull the bolt, twist the bolt head, and put it back in and change ejection from right to left. Uh, the gun wow. will be when, it, when I say I'm building an ambidextrous gun, it's going to be different than what's on the market. It's true. There are a lot of yeah. ambidextrous guns that are they're very well built weapons. You know, they give you the bolt drop and everything, but we're going to give you a truly ambi gun. So we're we're jokingly saying no lefty behind. Um, everybody will be able to operate our weapon, whether they're left-handed or right-handed. You know, I just, I think you're giving way too much credit for lefties. They're just weird people. They think differently. They're, you know, <laughs> oh, no, my, my brother was a lefty. I used to tell him he was backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, they're, they're, they're just weird, but, but I guess, I you know, was you know so I can't tell her she's backwards. Well, that's true too. So yeah, I guess, I guess there's a give and take there. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's that's oh, something no. that. Oh, good. No, I was going to ask on the ambi ejection. Mm-hmm. So, I, I know that it's a thing, but my question is: as far as how do I word this? As far as the rigidity, the robustness, mm-hmm. the reliability, because you're cutting away more of the upper. How? Yeah. I mean, is that is that an obstacle? And do you know how? that you overcome that or is it even a problem uh so far on the gun that they have built which was a very it was a mil spec um so it's obviously a lot thinner metal than what our machined uppers look like um but we will be putting it through hell and back before we actually uh put it into our gun um right it's, it's going to be tortured as much or more than the gun we have already built right this is just something because i've never seen one nor have I ever obviously never shot one with a, a dual ejection port. I, I can't imagine that it will, but has there any been any discussion on gas issues being different depending on what side it ejects from? I, I don't think there would be, but I just, I just never, I've, it's just little things like that that you think about is like, well, if anything, you'll actually have less, uh, less gas blowback because you got more, more expansion area, more gas area to, to escape. Yeah. Um, it actually runs cooler and cleaner because you think about it again, you have the heat and the gas dissipating from both sides of the gun. Now. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm in. You've already got me. I'm in. I just, it's just something to me. Like you said, you, when you hear a true ambidextrous rifle, yeah, it means, okay, magazine release, safety lever, all sorts of stuff. It could be, considered but an ejection port is not usually what people think of when it's an ambi rifle and, and you guys are once again there's no more innovation in the industry anymore no one's thinking about anything cool anymore so uh not at all. In fact, about, i'm gonna quit after this uh, this thing tonight i would you know quit while you're ahead right? you know <laughs> you know we were talking about that in pregame also is is down there in the dungeon the vibe and you've been to SHOT Show several times before without having a booth. But, you know, I was telling you, I like a Clover does too. I spend most of my, like the vast majority of my time downstairs uh, because that's where the innovation is. That's where the companies that literally have 
everything invested into that week where it's a make or break week. So the vibe's cool. There's a lot of just awesome ideas and conversations going on. Do you see yourself staying in the dungeon for a long time or, or do you have aspirations to move upstairs or wh- where, where do you see yourself in four or five years with the booth? Um, honestly, our, as a family, the, the, we all feel that, uh, the first floor is where we belong. Um, I, I don't want to get upstairs with the people that I had someone come through the booth, not my words, but someone else has said that the first floor where innovation is second floor is the people who stole it. Um, Yep. But we'll bond like, we'll it's one of the two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, honestly, the way I view it, though, and again, I'm not going to talk trash about anybody in the industry. There's plenty of customers and, and, and business out there to be had by all. Um, absolutely. People upstairs, I view as sorry. Sorry, Jeff, over a gear, gear report. But they're the, uh, <laughs> Don't they're apologize, the, to Jeff. Don't apologize to him. They're, they're the Toyotas <laughs> of the world. They're sitting back on their heels. They're, they're complacent. They're used to say, hey, buy my product. You, you know, it's Toyota, you, you know, whatever. And yeah. I, I don't ever want to be complacent. I want to keep pushing the line. And if the innovation's downstairs and that's going to help me keep pushing the line uh, and, and come up with stuff and our partner Optimum, same thing, then that's where we're staying. Honestly, um, we had, we were blessed to have Randy Couture in our booth. And he even said, he goes, first floor is where it's at. He spent most of his time down there. And he goes, one, the energy. Um, he says, it's just a lot more fun. Um <laughs> But two, there's just more cool stuff and the people, the atmosphere, the culture, everything in the first floor is night and day difference than the second floor. And I know the goal yeah. or aspiration should be the second floor, but I like it where we're at. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I don't particularly like the idea of your aspirations being the, the, the main floor because, like you said, I spend about 80% of my time in the dungeon and I love it. Once again, it's the, it's the vibe. It is, I said this before, it's the heartbeat of shot. You'll know what kind of shot it is going to be by spending time in the dungeon. If it's slow and it's methodical in the dungeon, then it's going to be a bad shot. And if it's if it's energetic and it's it's happening down there, then yeah. that's what shot's going to be about. And I know Clover feels the same way about the dungeon as well. Yeah, um, you know the thing about moving to the to the second floor, the main floor, um, for a company. I mean, that could be. That could be a big deal because that could be where all the money is at, right? And and you it, let's not beat around the bush here. I mean, if you want a successful company, you got to sell product and make money. Um, but yeah, again, you lose that you lose that vibe by by moving up there. So it's a, it's sort of a trade off and a give and take. What I was going to say is one thing that I realized with this shot show um, with the expansion. Now expanding into Caesars, the uh, all the booths and the setup on the right were sort of the same feel as the main floor to me. However, the booths on the far end on the left that were in the little cubicle spaces, there was some really cool products in there too. And that had, to me, that sort of had a similar feel that yep. the first floor or the dungeon has. So uh, it's going to be interesting moving forward to see, you know, how things evolve at SHOT Show. Yeah, yeah we were talking with um, someone over at, with with Kat over at Global Ordnance. And she was saying that, um, you know, she's a little worried with a lot of them. I think a lot of the manufacturers over at Caesars might be worried next year is it's not a long walk, but it's a tedious walk to get over to Caesars now. And how many people are going to be willing to make that walk continuously over there? So it'd be interesting to see how that happens in the next year or two with Caesars. I did like it. It's new. Um, 
it was a lot more spread out. Now, obviously, there were some companies that weren't there. But uh, let me ask you this, because I thought it was something that was great. There were a lot. It was the dungeon, the main floor over at Caesars. There were companies that weren't there. And I like what they did in some of these booths. They put couches or tables and chairs that you could go and utilize to take a break or do some talk, right. business talks. Would you? This is what I would like to see. I would love for them to see something like that every year and say, hey, we're not going to sell this booth right here. We're just going to put some tables and chairs or some sofas just in this open area for everyone to utilize. Do you think that that's something the NSSF should look at? Because I think a lot of people enjoyed the having those intermittent spaces out there that you can just relax in. If, if they could put one of those near our booth next year, I'd be greatly beneficial. Yes. My, my feet were barking. Uh, um, my, my partners also want me to tell you, because uh, I've got them chim- chiming in behind me here. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Go for it. The, the goal is eventually to, to really to have our company service both floors so that no matter what floor you're on, we're going to bring the party wherever we're at. So um, sure. it, we have, we know one way to do, to conduct ourselves and that's the way we did. Um, you come to our booth, you're going to be part of our family and you're going to dig what we're doing or, you know, we'll have a beer and part as friends, but either way we're going to have fun and, and uh, show you what we're, we're bringing to the party. And that's, that's what I enjoyed about you guys. Like I said, the first time I walked by, like I said, my first reaction was 5150. I haven't heard of them. Another custom AR company. Great. And I walked by another time because I was walking somewhere else. I was like, man, they're having a good time. Now let's go check them out because that's who I like to be around. Someone that's not trying to, I mean, I want you guys to be serious. It's business. I get it. But we can have fun while doing business. And I was like, that's my kind of people. And uh, it was great. It was great. Um, Yes, someone out there was asking me, uh, Elfster's rifles are reloading. Did you pick up the shot show crud? Um, I wish it was a shot. I, I actually tested positive yesterday in the little home test for COVID. Uh, I just congestion uh, is really more like a sinus infection type. Uh, I did lose my voice yesterday as I was talking with Keith in the morning. I said, pardon my voice. I sound like I'm dead, but um, I've got most of my voice back. But yeah, I still got the, the congestion. Nothing major. I don't feel terrible. Uh, but, but once again, as Clover said, they've tested tap water through those home tests that tested positive for COVID. So who knows? I've got something, but uh, it is what it is. Um, now, New York outcasts out there, once again, will they offer polymer platforms? Is that something down the line to think about for maybe making it a little bit lighter or whatever? I don't think so. Um, RAR 15 lower currently sits at about seven and a half ounces. <laughs> it's um, pretty light. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, we think our, our full-size retail, 16-inch barrel is going to come in under five pounds, about four and a half, four and three quarters pounds. Any yeah. uh, any thoughts to some carbon fiber with barrels, handguards, things of that? So <laughs> we actually have two so far. Tomorrow, probably finishing up signing number three uh, competitive shooters. Their rifles will actually have carbon fiber barrels, buttstock, and grip. Oh wow! Um, okay. Run light and bolt carriers, adjustable gas systems. Um, they're they're very light. Uh, but we also plan to to come out, offer the carbon barrel on hunting specific builds. We're planning to uh, make available on our website as well. So they'll be you know on the AR15 and AR10 calibers geared towards hunters. There'll be uh, you know one or two certain specific hunting popular camel patterns uh, with the availability of a carbon fiber barrel. I'm going to put the website out there in the chat: 5150rifles.com. Um, you can go in from there. You can get their Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, 
Rob out there in New York Outcast says, uh, what's the price point? And that's something that's going to depend upon a lot of different variables. But uh, what what are you looking at right now for your base models here? Uh, base model is going to be in the mid to high 1700s uh, and up from there, depending on how they equip it. Again, a base mm -hmm. model is going to have an Elfman three and a half pound trigger standard with an Elfman uh, uh, speed safety. Um, it, it, our handguards are... Uh, we're pretty excited about that. We didn't actually leak any information about that about and uh, before shot show. Uh, our handguards are full length Arca rail standard. Um, so we're the first first one on the market with that. So you have M lock, you have Arca rail. Um, we're also going to have QD mounts, and we're integrating um, red dot mounting at forty five degrees on both sides of the barrel neck. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, now tactical fun. I just got into the long range game uh, in the past six months with competition side. Uh, but tactical fun wants to know: Are you guys going to have? I know you talk about maybe doing an AR10 with maybe six five griddle, but are y'all starting to look with maybe the, the the long the long range competition side with some ARs or because uh, there are a lot of the PRS and all that they do have the tactical division, which are still um, gas operated guns that they can run in competition. So is that something y'all are looking forward to maybe down the line as well? Absolutely, uh, that's definitely something we're looking at on the AR10 calibers. We're looking, of course, the Creedmoor. Um, 308 hunting uh, and uh, we are also looking because of the like you said PRC we're looking at the viability uh, for a precision round of the 6.5 PRC oh nice nice yeah um, a lot of I shoot 6.5 Creed um, a lot of the PRCs out there um, if you do get into the long range, a couple options to look at because they're very popular, like the, the, the six, like the gap, the six dasher, the six dashers are really popular around with the, uh, the long range competition guys. So that might be something you look at, okay. uh, when you get to that point, just so you have a lot of people are starting to shoot that. Now, one thing I didn't hear, and I'm going to bring you in and Clover okay. knows probably where I'm going to go with this, but. All of those calibers you brought up, you did not bring up 224 Valkyrie. And if you remember from a few years ago at shot, that was a caliber that was supposed to take Everywhere. over. Um, I yeah. want to kind of get your opinion on where you think the 224 Valkyrie is, or is it gone, you think? Uh, I think it still has a place in the market. I don't see it as much. I've recently had people asking more about 22 Nosler um, than yeah. that. Interesting. Um, which we actually built a 22 nozzler that was at shot show over in timber creeks booth it was my wife's unicorn gun um but uh i've had i had no one asked me about valkyrie shot show and i had no less than a half dozen people ask me if i'd be available if i'd be willing to build something in nozzler um ultimately if the interest is there i'll absolutely do it um why not? I just thought it was weird because it was what 2019, I guess 2019 that the Valkyrie came around and this was going to revolutionize the whole game for everyone. And, and it's like, Oh, it's, it's basically the, the two, two, three, they can go over a thousand yards, like whatever. And they never did. They never did get it fixed with twist rates and different things. And I literally not, did not hear one thing about the Valkyrie all week. Matter of fact, I didn't even see any of the ammo booths anyone pushing the 224 Valkyrie, which I think is hilarious. And in two short years, the three short years, it goes from being the most revolutionary cartridge to 
no one's even carrying anymore. So I just thought it was hilarious to me. Oh, so okay, the two two three that does a thousand yards. They, they, I believe they have one called a six five Grindle. Um, yeah. That. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it's a it's a more versatile round. I like I like the Grindle. I like the name Valkyrie. I think that's a cool name, but uh, you know, it's a cool name. That doesn't make it a cool cartridge. Uh, yeah, this is what it is. I just thought it was interesting because you're naming all those, and, and I heard that from everyone. I've, I did not hear one person talking Valkyrie at all anywhere ever. on the on the R15 platform. The calibers I was asked about most was yep. uh, 350 Legend and 22 Nosler out of the non-normal uh ar platform uh calibers yeah i'll tell you one thing clover and i were talking about this this is probably about six seven months ago the only cartridge that i could find here at my local gun shop for a while there was 350 legend and then all of a sudden they start bringing in rifles and it was gone and it's not like 350 legend is anything new it's just for some reason it had this resurgence of of popularity and i don't know if because it was available this summer or what but you know, did you see the 350 Legend coming back, or is this something that you kind of saw happening, or what? Uh, kind of. More states are enforcing this uh, straight-walled cartridge for hunting. Yeah, that, that's really the resurgence in it, and it works. Works with a 223. Yeah. We've got a phone call. Let's take this. Might be someone to have a question real quick. Hold on here. Pat's on the phone. It's gonna be Pat. Uh, <laughs> Arms is a podcast. <laughs> Who's this? This is Pat. Yes, it is. <laughs> What's up, Pat? How you doing, man? I'm hey, uh, doing good. How's everybody on the panel tonight? Good, good. You got a question for good. Keith? Uh, yeah. Actually, or any of I us, do. actually? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I've been checking your website out, and uh, I guess I haven't looked at it really hard, but uh, what do you offer any kind of different barrels as far as as far as like bull to like pencil thin versus fluted and stuff like that? Uh, I was just kind of curious on the barrel side of it. So, so the new the new site, um, my uh, director of media is actually on the other side of my computer screen here, working away on our website. Um, my cat. <laughs> 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 Perfect. Perfect. Um, so we're hoping to have the site live by the end of the week. The way that we're trying to set the site up, you'll be able to go on and design your own. There'll be pull downs. If what you want's not in the pull down, then you can actually message us, email us, and whatever, and we can work some out on a custom build so that we can get the barrel profile you want. Oh, okay. Awesome. 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 So. Yeah, I guess that was really my only question, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, say uh, thank you to uh, Ghost and uh, Clover out there for giving us uh, a glimpse into SHOT Show this year for the people that could not be there and actually yeah, doing interviews and stuff, so it was a lot of fun uh, watching you guys uh, go around to different booths and stuff and actually checking stuff out and... Uh, you know, keeping us guys that could not be there kind of informed on kind of what's going on out there as far as the vibe and uh, new products and stuff. Right. So, yeah, I just wanted to tip my hat to you guys. I appreciate you, Pat. I appreciate you. Um, yeah. Um, you know, for a lot of us, I'm not saying for everyone, if I, I can speak for Clover in this, I'll let him speak on it as well. But, you know, that's part of our responsibility as well. Is, yeah, we're there trying to meet companies and, and forge partnerships and friendships with these companies as well from a media side.
But there is also that side that we have a lot of viewers and we had a lot of supporters that can't make it. So part of our thing is also, hey, let's show shot show as if you were watching it through our eyes. And and a lot of that is kind of cool to where you don't have to be at shot. Is it better to be at shot? Yes. We think everyone should go to shot. It's something that it's the best week of the year for me personally. I love shot show. Uh, but for those that can't for money reasons or work reasons or whatever, you know, there are a lot of people that do take it seriously to say, hey, here's what shots about. And we talk about it a lot and and uh, it's an experience. And if you ever do get a chance, uh, I think everyone it should be a bucket list thing for everyone. If they can get the shot, they should try to get the shot at least once because you, you just really you can we can explain it to you all we want. But until you get there and you notice how massive this thing is and the craziness you really don't know until you get there. And that's the beautiful thing about shot is it could be anything and everything that you want. It could be as small as you want. You could stay in one little area or it could be whatever shot wants to be for you. So that's a really cool, but yeah, um, Pat, thanks for calling in. I appreciate you coming in as always. And um, we'll probably talk to you the next couple weeks. I'm sure we got some really cool guests coming on the next few weeks as well. All right. Awesome. I'll look forward to it. So I uh, just want to thank everybody out there. So thanks again, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Be safe out there. All right. Y'all have a good one. Me too. Gotta love Pat. Pat loves calling in. I love it. I wish more people would call in because it's it's just one of those cool things that we can offer is this live a live hotline and all that. Um but yeah, as far as shot, you know, we we're talking about that and you know, like I said, you've been there when you've been able to walk around and do the normal shot show thing, and then you've been in a booth. Um, I know it's probably different having to stay in your booth and all that, but from that yeah. side of things, you already said it was a good shot, but how was it for you? Were you able to sneak away occasionally and go look at some competitors or get some I would, ideas? I would, or say whatever? Sneak away, I would say my wife forcibly made me leave the booth. There you go. I understand that. Yes, yes. <laughs> you're going to go eat now. Uh, you're going to go say hi to these people. We have relationships with them. That kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we had a couple questions. New York Outcast, which I love, Rob. Rob's been doing some great questions tonight. Um, he was asking about warranty on the rifles. Any warranty information on the rifles? Yeah, limited lifetime warranty. So basically, as long as you're not throwing it in a fire pit and leaving it there. You know, you're not doing stupid hillbilly stuff to break the gun, you know, like burning it down in a fire. Yeah, now Clover, now Clover, Clover, that, 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 that might screw Clover a little bit. He's, he, he likes to do some weird stuff. At the end of the day, yeah. He's I not mean, a hillbilly. He's, he's a redneck. He's, he's yeah. a, he's a, he's a, he's a yeah. redneck. So parts and craftsmanship, absolutely 100%. Again, I, I had some three gentlemen from Kentucky. They, they literally said, we're hillbillies. We do, we do dumb shit. I was like, okay, well. You get drunk and drop my gun in a fire pit and forget about it because you pass out. I said, don't expect me to replace the gun. They, they started laughing. They're like, yeah, we might have done that a couple of times. Um, but if we get it out of the fire pit, I said, then you got nothing to worry about. I, I'm going to take care of it. Absolutely. Uh, Warsaw Patriot wants to know, do you do camouflage patterns? So if you go to the website, you go to the the custom builds, and there are some amazing uh Cerakote paint jobs, amazing builds and all that. I'm imagining you could pretty much do what anyone asked you to do, couldn't you? If, if, pretty if, much. If, I mean, yeah, this is yeah. one of our standard kind of colors we'll do. We call it Desert Battle. Um, there yeah. you go. So it's uh, it's going to be one of our color, you know, standard colors that we're going to do. If there was something someone wanted in more of a traditional camo pattern or, or cryptic pattern or whatever, um, 
they have that option. Again, they would just reach out to us for a custom. They would send us a note when they're placing their order. We'll ship to their FFL. Tell us what kind of pattern and color palette they want for it, and our coder will do it. Now, this is interesting. Our good buddy G-Webs out there talking about SHOT Show. He says, yeah. what if they make an enclosed walkway out of clear plastic tube, weave a path through SHOT Show, then the regular people can pay a few bucks to to walk through, kind of like a giant shark aquarium. He he, he he thinks on a different level, but puts it that way. But that is interesting. That you is you can, way outside like, the box. We're, we're doing like our normal thing, and then there's like this little tunnel that people can watch us do our work, uh, watch you do your work, watch the media do their work. But if they just want to kind of walk through a tunnel, they can just go, yeah, that would, hey, that would be interesting. I'd want to know the rules. Are we not supposed to tap on the tube, or are they not supposed to tap the tube? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I would tap on the tube. I'm just saying. I cannot oh, promise I, I that it would. wouldn't happen. Yeah, I would definitely. I would definitely. Good Lord. Uh, now, Rage Report out there. It's what the Thousand Yard Challenge. I'm, I'm not aware of this, but that sounds like fun. I need to, hit, I need so, to get a hold uh, of them. Yeah, that's, that's our, our big beast of a gun that uh, we built for SHOT Show 2020 Struggle. Um, it's, okay. it's on our website, Crazy Engraved. Uh, the, the boys over at Outlaw Ordnance just absolutely knocked it out of the park. It took them two weeks to do the engraving for this build. Oh, uh, wow. Four foot three inch long, six five Creedmoor bolt action AR 10 using UNTA Precision's upper, um, Athlon Optics, Cronus Optic. Uh, I, it was the very first opti um, optimum parts. Uh, I use Athlon. I love Athlon. Uh, they're great folks over Athlon. there. Yeah. Trent, they are Kevin people. Kalinda, and all the boys over there, they're amazing. Drake, yep. Dustin. Um, I went with Dustin, so yeah, Dustin's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what we do is uh, this gun was originally built just as a showpiece for Shot Show 2020, and we wanted to have it do mean do more than that. Um, originally, it was going to be sold, uh, working in conjunction with uh, country singer Ryan Weaver to pay for a uh, human trafficking uh, PSA short film uh, oh, that wow. all fell apart due to COVID. So instead, it's living out its life doing thousand yard shoots and kind of piggybacking with uh, three gun matches. And the awesome. first time we did it, it was it raised money for the National Fallen Officers Foundation. Um, the second time awesome. we did it was for a charity here in Texas called Veteran Outdoors. Uh, they give veterans their dream outdoor experience. Um, okay. And, and Frank came out and, and unfortunately for our buddy Frankie over at Range Report, he was the only person who did not hit steel at 1,016 yards with the first three rounds. And uh, the, the, our saying is if you can't hit the target, it's not my gun. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, sometimes it is the Indian. I'm just saying. It's not the <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. Yeah, we love you. You know, uh, yeah. Off the X out there, my buddy Lance. What's up, homie? Um, now, G, we just talking about going back to the shot show thing. He says they could do a catwalk above the show. But who's the exhibit and who's a spectator? I don't. I don't know if I want people up there just dropping stuff on yeah. us all that. So yeah, the the, the, the the urge to drop water balloons is just too high. Now, if they gave us like a super soaker that we could shoot up there at them, now I could be down with that. That would be yeah, fun. You know, just to return fire, a little friendly fire never hurt anyone. A little well, friendly fire, not. well, it did hurt. That's not true. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Yeah, moving on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, Clove, you got anything that you want to bring up real quick? I'm good. 
You're good. All right. So what I want to do is we always kind of give everybody a few minutes out there to kind of talk about websites, uh, plans coming up and all that. I want to let you give you a few minutes, kind of give your spiel of where they can find you, an email, and I'll be putting your website and all that stuff out there we're talking. But can I go over where people can find you and the the next up and coming, what's going to happen in the next few months type thing? Okay. Um, so obviously you can find us at 5150rifles.com. It's the number 51, the word 50 rifles spelled out, um, as well as on Instagram at, at 5150. Um, coming up, we actually have a launch party. So if you are in Central Texas on February, Saturday, February 19th, we're having a launch party at Round 2 Ammo with our, our gracious host, Round 2 Ammo Inspector Holsters. Um, Optimum Parts will be there. We actually have a bunch of vendors, two food trucks, beer, because, well, you know, we're in Texas. Why not? Um, and uh, it's in Liberty Hill, Texas. Okay, it's from 11 to 4. And what we're going to do is try and give people a shot show experience. So we know that everybody can't go. Uh, so we're going to do a little miniature shot show. We're going to set up most, if not all of our booth. We're going to have the guns on display that were at shot show and, and uh, actually let people buy the pre-production models that we have on display at shot show. Um, so they'll be, the, they'll get to buy some really low serial numbers. And then uh, we're gonna have a bunch of vendors there. I can't even list them all. I think we got a dozen different vendors in the industry. Liberty Hill precision is one of them. Um, Boss barrels out of Houston. They make a fantastic carbon fiber barrel. Um, and I, I literally can't, my wife's actually trying to look up the list because we just got the list today, the final list of vendors interview there. Uh, we are going to be sponsoring three competitive shooters, hopefully a, a fourth one coming on very, very, very soon. Um, so yeah, round two ammo, Spectre Concealment, obviously us, Optimum Parts, Liberty Hill Precision, Edward Teach Trading Company, they, uh, they're a specialty hot sauce and salsa who doesn't like hot sauce and salsa u.s law shield um this the chad o foundation for ptsd fishing in the dark veteran support organization um and i believe nice. possibly invader coffee may even be there as well and we're working on our friends over at warfighter tobacco to come on out with their trailer and sell you know and set up with some cigars um, wait wait so wait warfighter tobacco i don't know about yeah, this company Oh, okay. So it's a veteran-owned tobacco company, cigar company. That's awesome. Uh, out of San Antonio, fantastic cigars. Uh, you got to got to give them a call. Uh, absolutely amazing cigars. They're actually at, at back in Vegas right now for a tobacco show for their industry. Um, nice. But Scott Jansen over at Warfighter, absolutely amazing guy. Great product. Um, I've been able to find them everywhere I've traveled, but. Uh, we're actually trying to get them out there for that and, and plan something in the future with them. We have a couple of three gun matches coming up. One, we're going to partner up on the DC project in June in Missouri. And then we got the Texas three gun championship in April here and trying to put together plans to be an NRA in May. Okay. In Houston. Um, try to think of, well, there's some, there's some, pretty cool stuff going to be there that shouldn't be too far but i mean it'll be like an eight hour drive for me it's a lot closer from clover he's in east texas so that okay. might be easier to get back. but i'm only that'll only be about eight hours for me that's not that bad i can make that with my eyes closed i might have to come down and is there a place you could you just show up or to that yeah, or so do you open right up ahead of time? absolutely nice. open the we're expecting two three hundred people should be a good time that would be fun that would be really fun because i'd like to get a chance to shoot 
let's shoot some of the stuff that uh, you guys have. So that'd be that'd be wonderful. Definitely gonna think about doing that for sure. Uh, Clover, like, did you give a few minutes? I know that you put out a couple of videos the last couple of days for Shot Show. Um, one of the best videos you've ever published, in my opinion, came out. Uh, which um, the Shot Show is dead video is classic. By the way, well done with that, sir. Worst Shot Show ever. Worst shot show ever. Shot show is dead. So what he did, Keith, is we went around and every open booth, he took a picture of it. And we okay. find some empty hallway, took a picture of the empty hallway and all this stuff. And he basically put this montage of like that sad piano song and all that. Is shot show, worst shot show. It was nobody was there. And at the end of it, obviously this is a joke, but there were people in the comments going, just going nuts because like dude did you not watch the whole video it was hilarious it was great it was great go uh, ahead and uh one of our partners at uh at uh specter consumer by the way is chiming in saying you make sure let everybody know about blackbird anthem has an event coming up also uh benefits and military stuff so uh good right good on band. absolutely check that out as well uh so did and did um did you say that you were doing some work that i hear you right with dc project <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we have our competitive shooters are going to the DC project match. Um, our uh -huh. partner, Spectre Concealment, uh, Spectre Holsters, they're actually uh, close close friends and providing some holsters. And uh, right. yeah, to use awesome. his words, not mine, he's gonna uh, he's gonna try and go through and, and do it, and hopefully not look like a you know duck that got shot trying to do the three gun match. <laughs> but uh, sorry, Steve. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we, uh, two, if not three of our competitive shooters that we're looking to sponsor, um, two have already done, uh, we're finishing up hopefully the third tomorrow. We'll be actually competing and shooting in, the, in that match. And we're looking to have some involvement or sponsorship in it as well. Uh, we just All haven't right. had a chance to work that out as well. Yeah. The D thank you for that. The DC project is one of those things. It needs more eyes on it. It needs yes, more it money. Does pumped into it it's an amazing resource we have for second amendment that i think that if it was funded well enough could make a huge difference absolutely no doubt. Well, we're gonna do whatever we can i can't promise a whole lot we're still a small company but we're gonna do what we can to help out well I, i've said all along people talk about with 2a how if we only had a bloomberg if we only had a bloomberg and i'm like you don't need a bloomberg you just need a thousand ten thousand a hundred thousand other people that can you know donate you know, a little bit and you're, and you're good. You're right. So our buddies, uh, Aegis gun care, they, they were in Houston prior to moving up to Idaho, but he says, yeah, go check out, uh, their friends, Blackbird Anthem. So good people, good friends. So, uh, club, you want to talk about anything you've got coming up? I know you maybe have some podcasts coming up or anything. Yeah, I do. Um, I actually dropped the range day video today. This will be a heavy week for video. I want to get at least three, maybe four, from SHOT Show. And most people know I go to SHOT Show for the networking, the contacts, and that helps with content throughout the year because it doesn't make any sense to go film a bunch of stuff at SHOT Show and release all that through the year because in November, nobody cares about SHOT Show. Um, and it also makes no sense in dumping, you know, 50 videos in a month to try so that they're relevant. So my approach has always been make those connections, the contacts, and then spread it out over the year from there. Um, however, I did get some footage and and today the range day video dropped uh, and then I'll hopefully have one or two more before the end of the week. Um, do got four podcasts talking about networking and getting all that on board. You got four commitments so far and they're already scheduled. So be looking for that because my podcast, unlike ghost here, 
uh, mine are scheduled whenever the guest has time, whenever it works for their schedule. So they're throughout the day and uh, can be at any particular time. Check those out. And you have the option. People complain about not getting notifications. If you'll click that reminder tab uh, on the um, on the scheduled live stream, it will remind you. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, but yeah, we've got next week. We've got our buddy kid with uh, BRG USA or Buffalo Cartridge Company as well. The BRG Nine will be coming out the week after that. I think is February eighth. I've already got scheduled Rob from Savage to be coming in talk about the new Savage stance. So yeah, we we hit the ground kicking. I, I put I sent some emails out yesterday morning to some companies that I really wanted to jump in, and literally like five or ten minutes later, I get a phone call from Keith. I was like. He's like, let's do this. I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. So I was really glad to see. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't know if people wanted to take some time off and decompress from shot and all that, nope. but I was really glad to see you guys wanted to jump in. So I was really happy to get that phone call and all that, and I uh, look forward to working with you guys. I'm really looking forward to maybe come down. What was the date again in February for that shoot again? It's not a shoot. It's our launch. It's our launch party. It's uh, Saturday, Saturday, party, February nineteenth. February 19th. Okay. February 19th. But if so you want to do a shoot, let me know. We'll set something up. We'll bring the, we'll bring the party and uh, we'll let you blow some things up. We might, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say no to that. I'm just saying, I don't want you to do anything crazy, but I definitely wouldn't say no to that. Cause I might bring some buddies. Uh, We've been thinking about putting something together. Remember we, we have been, we have been talking for about a year and maybe doing a, uh, a get together a fun shoot just bringing some creators together as a fun and, and have a good time uh might be something you guys might be interested in later on this year is getting get a bunch of creators together well, and after the launch party that's all i care oh about. yeah 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 after no no it, it'll, it'll be like probably fall time when the weather's okay. not crazy hot no problem yeah after the uh, party, and i have to have at least two months before shot forward oh exactly that well, i hear you <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll think like October or something when it starts getting decently uh, weather yeah. to where you don't have to melt out there yeah, uh, and all that. But, yeah, we've been talking about doing something like that for the last couple of years. And obviously with the cough, cough, it's been kind of tough to do all that. But uh, yep. definitely think about coming down there in, uh, in February. That'd be kind of cool to be there and, and maybe cover that for you guys and, and, and all of that stuff. But, yeah, uh, G-Web's out there. There he goes. He's putting a 5150 launch party Saturday, February 19th over on Instagram. You put it up. Uh, you guys, I guess, that put that out. So that's great. Um, Clover, do you have anything in closing that you would need to ask or talk about? Or Keith, either one of you? I'm good. Keith, you got anything no. else? I, I'm good. Um, people All right. Well, been, website or social media if they have more questions. Yeah, absolutely. 5150. They're, they're 5150rifles.com's website. Uh, if you, if you want to, you can find their Facebook and Instagram links in that website as well. And like you said, the, the new website will be launching here pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that as well. They have dropped down. You made a build all that stuff, right? Oh yeah. It, yeah. It'll, uh, they'll populate their cart. They can, uh, I mean, we'll have our t-shirts, our hats, patches, stickers, all that, as well as all the guns. So one quick last question for someone who goes, goes into the website and they go through the drop down selection and they basically build their own rifle and all of that um two things actually i'm going to ghost you when people call ghosts because i ask multiple questions in one but the first question is is will they be able to talk about maybe cerakote finishes or paint jobs will that be part of the option as well 
there's a Cerakote option. So we have three standard colors. If they want something outside of that, they're just going to have to put it in the comments and messages. Um, sure. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. And then two is um, once it's paid for and all of that, like what's a turnaround from the time that you go to the website to the typical turnaround time, you think? So right now we're telling people six weeks. And that's okay. purely for the parts that are out of our production hands and barrels, that kind of stuff. I, mean, I can yep. Elfman is amazing. I've been, it had a great relationship with them from the get go, and they will overnight me triggers, triggers and safeties. I'm not worried about that. Obviously, most of the stuff we make ourselves, but for the stuff I don't make currently in house with Optimum, the barrels, the bolt carriers, that kind of stuff, I have right. no control of that. So just to be safe, we're telling people six to eight weeks. Fair enough, and that and that that's that's pretty much standard right now. Uh, I've actually known some that'll say maybe ninety days. Some will say you know four to six months because uh, if they're bringing stuff from outside the country, importing, they're yep. kind of screwed. But being that your stuff's here, it does make it a little bit easier for for building and all that. Well, so and I don't got to wait for pin springs and detents, so I got less parts to, to track true. down. <laughs> this is true. That that you know, it, it, it sounds crazy. But that makes a big difference, you know. It does. It makes a big difference. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining the, the, the crowd out there, the live. Great questions. Thank you so much. If you're watching this in replay or listening in podcast form, make sure that you uh, understand that the conversation doesn't stop here. If you have any questions for Keith or any of us, go ahead and utilize the comment section below. We'll make sure we get those questions to them. Uh, please check out 5150rifles.com. You can find our social media on there. Go to Facebook, go to Instagram. Just search 5150rifles. You'll be able to find them. Uh, do you guys have a plan on possibly starting your own YouTube channel up someday? My uh, my uh, media extraordinary cat. Is has cat get, giant, she's giving you, is she giving you the dead eye right now? <laughs> no, she gave me a giant thumbs up. All I Ooh. literally saw was her hand come up. With a thumbs up, she's sitting on the floor box up behind my desk working on on the uh, website. Nice. So, nice. I'm being told, yes, we're going to have a YouTube channel. Awesome. I have awesome. no idea what that means, but apparently we're going to have a YouTube channel. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think that that's going to be Kat's baby, so she can probably handle that. And, and you're you're yep. you're the face. You're the face, and she's the brains, probably. You know, aren't you guys lucky? This is the face you guys get to look at. <laughs> Just, just keep in mind, just keep in mind that when you're doing YouTube, you can't do any worse than ghost. Just saying. You can't be any worse than me. So that's right. You know, it's it's true. I, I set the bar at a very low height. So literally. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Cloth. Even though I'm like massively taller than you are. Showing the love, bro. Showing the love. Now, there's a lot of people out there that want to see if they can get D on camera next time. Just saying. What? They want to know if they can get Mama D on camera next time. Is she, is she right D, there? Uh, she is sitting here in the room. Um, My she, best pitch was her holding the Gucci right 90 days advance notice that she's going to be on camera. Uh, I understand. <laughs> she does not like doing doing the camera thing, but yeah, we do this again. Mama D will be on camera with me. Now she 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 had no problem holding that Gucci rifle. That was that was proof. That was a cool rifle, though. That was a really cool rifle. 
yeah, one of these days off the air, I'll have to tell you the story of that thing. Oh, well, we get ready to be all fair, so. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks so much for watching. Uh, I got to go because I want to hear the story, but uh, no, go check out 5150 Rifles. Utilize a comment section below if you have any questions. Message them. They're uh, they're working their social media all the time, so if you need to get a hold of them, just DM them through Instagram or whatever, and I'm sure Kat will get on it right there. Uh, she's been good with me as well, too, so. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. If you're watching a replay or, like I said, in, in listening in, in podcast form, utilize the comment section below. We'll see you next time. Simplify.